Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning. I'm sure you're eager to know the will of God for your life today. Well, it's very simple. If you want to know the will of God, then from Colossians 1 verse 9, the Bible advises that it's something we need to pray about. So, Father, we thank you for today. And Lord, I ask for your people that you fill them with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. My Father, that they know exactly what they ought to do part-time. Guide and direct all your people connected this morning in the name name of Jesus. Amen. You know that God has vested interest in us, his children. He actually wants the very best from us and for us. And that's why God guards us very jealously. Anytime that God sees a character trait in you, that he knows that that character trait has the potential to destroy you, God will do everything to ensure that that particular flaw or character trait is actually uprooted out of your life. God do not allow anything that is going to hinder you from making heaven. Neither will God allow anything that will hinder you from progressing in this life. God won't allow it to stay in you. He'll do everything to make sure that that thing does not remain. Now, if there is one character trait that God hates to see in us is pride. God hates to see that in us. And pride is actually an anti-love act. If you read First uh, Corinthians chapter 13 verse 4, the Bible talks about the anti-love acts and it says that love is patient, love is kind. And I said, love does not boast and boasting is actually a form of pride. As a matter of fact, pride has several dimensions. It actually has an action. So there are actions you take that are proud actions. There are also proud words, what we call boasting. There's a proud look. There's a proud attitude and God really hates it. If you read Proverbs chapter 6 verse 16 to 17, it says these are six things that the Lord hates. Seven are an abomination unto him and he begins to list them. The first thing he mentioned, he said a proud look. In other words, of all the things that God hates, the one he hates more than every other one is a proud look. So it might not be verbal, but you see the way you look, you're arrogant, you look down on people, even if it's going on in your heart, God sees it and God wants that thing removed out of your life. So if you're a proud person to you, you might think you're all that, oh, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. But according to the scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 3, God says, as far as I'm concerned, you are nothing. The Bible says that, you know, no matter what else you have in this life, if you do not have love, as far as God is concerned, you are nothing. And then the Bible tells us a man that boasts is a man that is not walking in love. And that also means that man is nothing before the Lord. Now to show you how desperately God wants pride out of our lives, let's see what happened to Apostle Paul. Second Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 2, Paul begins to talk about how he went into heaven. He had an experience with the Lord and all of that. And then he says to us in verse 5, he said, that experience is what boasting about. Why is he what boasting? It's because in verse 4, he says, I was caught up into paradise and I heard things that cannot be expressed in words, things that no human being is allowed to even see and to talk about. So he comes in verse 5 and he said, 
said that that experience that I had is actually what boasting about. He said, but I will not do it. I will boast only about my weakness. He continues in verse 6 to say, if I wanted to boast, I would be no fool in doing so because I will be telling the truth. So what Paul is saying, if I talk about the things that God has used me to do, if I talk about the great and mighty things that I've seen that God didn't show any other person, if I say all of those things, they are true. I am not telling a lie. But he says, I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they can see in my life or hear my message. So you who like people giving you credit, you who like drawing attention to yourself, you that like telling people what you have done so that they can appreciate you or see that you are very spiritual. If those are your motives in the things you say or do, if those are your motives in the money you give, the different acts of kindness that you do, God said there's still a problem with it. Now, this is why Apostle Paul had that attitude. This is the reason why Apostle so Paul said, you know what, even if I boast, I'm not lying, but I'm not going to do it because I don't want anybody to give me more credit than I'm due for. He tells us why in verse 7. He says, even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God, so to keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from Satan to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. So, God loved Apostle Paul. God showed him so many things that he didn't show any other person. Now, Paul tells us those things are not a lie if I talk about it. But I won't do it because I've seen what tendency for pride has done in my life. I've seen what God has done. The Bible says that a messenger of Satan was sent to Paul. Who permitted the messenger of Satan? It wasn't the devil. If it was the devil, Paul would have bound it. After all, it's Paul that's teaching us from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So he understood about the powers of darkness. He knew how to deal with them. So this particular one, he couldn't deal with it. He couldn't operate the messenger of Satan. Why? Because the messenger of Satan was giving permission from the highest office and that is from the office of God. Why would God release something to torment his favorite apostle? If I may say he's his favorite apostle, you know, why would God allow that to happen to him? It is because God was desperate to ensure there is no pride in this man. So the Bible says that the messenger from Satan was sent to keep me from being becoming proud, a thorn in the flesh. Now in verse 8, it says, three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. So what that means is, I'm guessing that Paul would have bound the powers of darkness. He saw that they were not moving. This messenger of Satan was not moving. He started to talking to God about it. He went to talk to God three times and knowing Paul, it won't be that he just went to casually tell God, oh God, take it away. No, he would have sought the Lord in prayer and in fasting. In fact, you read it from King James. He said, I besought the Lord. Besought is not a casual plea. It is putting pressure on God. And I believe he added fasting to it. Three different times he went to fast. Maybe he took a long fast to pray. And those three different times, God did not take it away. See what God told him. He said, each time, this is reading verse 9 now. He says, each time God said to me, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So Paul now says, so now I am glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. So what Paul is saying is that God said, you see, I'm not going to take away the messenger of Satan from you. What I'm going to do for you is to release grace. Grace for you to go through whatever it is. Why am I not going to remove the messenger of Satan? It is because I don't want you to be proud. 
I don't want you conceited. I don't want you to be arrogant. I don't want you to attract attention to yourself or allow yourself to get credit for something you know that is not because of you. Whatever was happening in Paul's life is because of the grace and the mercy and the faithfulness of God and because God needs to reach people. He will use any vessel to reach people, but that doesn't mean that the vessel is all that perfect. So what God was doing in the life of Paul was because God wanted to use Paul to speak to you and I today to help us, to inspire us to do well. So now that's why Paul said, you know what, even if I say those things, I'm not lying. However, I'm not going to do it because I've seen that if I step into pride or arrogance, I become boastful. What will happen to me is that this messenger of Satan will even be increased in my life. And it's not just for Paul, it's for every one of us. We should take note, stop getting involved in anti-love acts. Every time you want to boast with your mouth or with your eye or with your attitude or with your action, remember, ah, this is an anti-love act and I am not going to do it because I'm not ready for God to permit the messenger of Satan to torment me. Since I'm not ready for that, it's better I just yield and not boast. Why is God allowing the messenger of Satan? Because God wants you to make heaven. God doesn't want to allow any character trait in you that will destroy you. Rather than allow that thing to destroy you, God will rather send something to hinder you from becoming proud. But there's no need allowing God to take desperate measures when you can just on your own say, Holy Spirit, give me the grace. Help me today never to say a proud word, never to have a proud look, never to act in pride, never to have an attitude of pride. When you do that, you automatically eliminate that action of the messenger of Satan being allowed into your life. I do hope you have been blessed today and you're making plans to put into action what you have heard today. God bless you. You are who you are yesterday, today and forevermore. What you say is what you do. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle Oyik's Alfred. I worship you. You're too faithful to fail me. You're too faithful to disappoint me You've proven yourself in my life And I've come to realize You're too faithful to fail me You're too faithful to fail me Oh Jesus you're too faithful to disappoint me. You've proven yourself in my life, and I've come to realize you're too faithful to kill me.